Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Okay, you guys, there is so much more to life than just workouts and healthy recipes. This is all of those real moments, the good, the bad, and the sometimes hilarious things that make life so worth living. So how do you live it? This is the Let's Do Life podcast with me, Autumn Calabrese. What's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of Let's Do Life with Autumn Calabrese. We have a really fun topic today, but before we get to it, I just want to make sure to tell you all to be sure to tune in to my podcast next Thursday, June 4th. I have a very, very special big announcement coming that I'm really, really excited about. I'm excited to share it all with you guys. So I just want to make sure everybody marks their calendar to tune in June 4th for a very special big announcement. Okay, now let's get to our topic of the day. The topic is time management. And this might seem like a tired topic, an overdone topic, an obvious topic, but You know, this podcast is called Let's Do Life. And if you're going to do life and you're going to do it to your fullest and you're going to enjoy it to the best of your ability, then one of the things you need to be able to do is manage your time efficiently so that you can do all the fun things that you want to do, plus do all the work that you need to do, be a good parent if you're a parent, be a good friend. So, it's an important topic. We're talking about it. Um, And actually, one of the biggest reasons I wanted to talk about it is because... I think it might just be the biggest excuse I hear and the most popular excuse that I hear from people about why they can't work out, why they can't eat healthy, why they can't achieve whatever goal it is they want to achieve. They always say, I don't have time. I would do it, but I don't have time. And so we're just going to dive in and we're going to figure out how to make time because that's the really, that's the bottom line. We hear the saying, everybody has the same 24 hours in a day. And it might sound cliche to keep saying it, but it's true. We all do have the same 24 hours in the day. And there are a lot of people out there who have insanely busy schedules and manage to have time to get everything done, including taking care of their health, their wellness. So what are they doing that you're not doing, right? That's the real question. And managing their time is the answer. So I've got my tips. I want to dive into them. And the first one I'm going to dive into is actually, I think, a huge one. It's don't be a multitasker, a.k.a a task switcher because there's really no such thing as actually multitasking. Like you're not really doing five things at once. You're quickly switching from one task to the next repeatedly. And it's probably one of the biggest issues we have as a society that while we think we're doing all these things and we like to brag, oh my God, I'm multitasking. Oh my God, I'm getting so much done. We're not really getting anything done well. When you're trying to send an email and you're trying to talk on the phone and you're trying to cook dinner and you're trying to help your child with schoolwork all at the same time, you're not doing all of those things at the exact same moment. You're quickly switching from one to the next to the next and none of them are getting done well. You're not having a great conversation with the person on the phone 
Lord only knows what you're writing in that email. Hopefully it's not a work email going to your boss because that's where the typos happen and you say the wrong thing and you hit send before you mean to. And the dinner's probably burning on the stove and your kid's probably frustrated that you're not actually helping them with their homework and they don't understand what's going on. So while you think you're multitasking and, okay, I'm going to do all these things at once and get so much done, not only are you not getting any one thing just completed, you're getting all of those things done half-assed. So instead of multitasking, task switching, let's stop that. Let's take a breath. Let's focus on one task and get that done and get that done to your the best of your ability and then move on to the next task. So if you need to send an email to your boss, send that email. Take the time, sit down, write the email, send it off. If your kid needs help with their homework, send the email, then go over to the homework. What do you need? Help your child, explain it to them. Once you're done with that, get dinner going. And once you know dinner's maybe like in the oven cooking and there's nothing else you actually need to be doing, you don't need to be mixing and stirring and adding and and watching the stovetop, then you can go make that phone call to whoever it was that you were going to be talking to. And then you get everything done efficiently and to the best of your ability. So when you're managing your time, don't try to do it all at once. I've been so guilty of this. I used to try to do everything all at once. And, you know, I had to have a few things backfire in my face before I realized, okay, I'm not actually accomplishing anything. Um, So don't be a multitasker. Okay, next biggest thing when it comes to time management is to schedule it out. Okay. And I think this one I love. This is this might be one of my favorite things. I schedule everything. Back when I first started as a personal trainer, when our phones were not what they are right now, which are these super smart devices, and I had a flip phone, um, you know, you didn't have a calendar in the palm of your hand, at least not a digital calendar. So you had to write everything down. I prided myself on my my calendar, my book, like my, my work book. It was a, it was a calendar book. And I would write in all of my clients, all of the appointments that I had for the day. Each day I would block off everybody's hour. I would block off my drive time. I knew when, okay, I didn't have anybody that really wanted this time spot. So that's when I'm going to stop and have lunch or that's when I'm going to get my workout in. And I knew exactly what time I would get home. And I would literally even schedule in there like, this is when dinner is going to happen. Dom needs to go to bed by this time. This is when I'm going to sit down to pay the bills. Like I put everything in this book. And I loved looking at my book each day and just seeing my day laid out for me and knowing, okay, this is when everything's getting done and this is where my free time is and this is where my work day will end and my personal day will begin. It just made everything so easy. I never was guessing. I was never wondering Am I missing a client? Am I forgetting to be somewhere? Did I forget anything? Like I would write in there even like what bills needed to be paid on what day. Like this book was my life. It came with me everywhere and trust me, like never took eyes off of it. Now that's basically what my phone is to me. So, and it took me, I'll be honest, it took me a long time to part with my book I'm a a big pencil and paper person. Like I really like to like writing it down, seeing it. I just don't always trust my electronics. You know, sometimes I'm like, where'd that meeting go that I could have swore was on this date? I can't find it. It's somehow gone. Um, And I I will tell you this, I have missed 
important phone calls or forgotten about certain things because I thought I put it on my calendar and for whatever reason, it didn't save on my phone. But I digress. I use my phone and I still do that, you guys. I still, I schedule my workout. It's in my phone. I know what time it's happening. Now, it pretty much happens at the same time every single day. Um, give or take 20 or 30 minutes, but I know when my workout is happening. I know when all my calls are happening through the day. I know when my Zoom calls are happening. I know if I'm driving to work, I know how long it takes me to get from my house to the point on the Canyon Road where my cell service will be solid again and I can have a work call. And I will schedule that and be like, okay, now I can jump on the call with whoever I needed to jump on the call with so I can make this call while I'm finishing the drive to the office. That was when we could drive to the office and we weren't stuck in the house like we are right now. But again, I digress. That's a different story. The bottom line is, is I schedule everything. And by scheduling everything, not just for myself, but for Dom too, knowing if he's got a, again, I'm sort of referencing pre- quarantine time. But if he had a play date or if he had a lesson or whatever it was, it was on my schedule because, hello, I'm his mom. I have to drive him. I have to pick him up. I have to do what I have to do. So it was never like, oh, shoot, I forgot I have or, oh, shoot, I don't have time to. I make the time. That is what it's all about. You make the time for the things that are important to you. And if your health is important to you, if exercising regularly is important to you, if eating properly is important to you, if self-care is important to you, if going to the movies with a friend is important to you, post-quarantine, um, then you make the time for it, right? And and we know that because how many times have we done that? How many times have there been something we really want to go do with a friend and your schedule's like jam-packed And suddenly you move, you like make the world move. Basically, you move mountains and you make it happen so that you can go do that thing that you really wanted to do. You make the time. You don't find the time. We're not like looking through a junk drawer trying to find time. It's right there in front of you. The time is in the small details of what you do with your day. Okay, here's another one. This is, this is, Oh gosh, this is everybody, including me. You guys, you got to identify what are your time sucks. Okay, now what do I mean by that? What's a time suck? A time sucks is anything that eats away at your valuable time that isn't really necessary. Can we all just call out the obvious social media? Like how many people are just scrolling social media for hours? I mean, we, you know, we've got memes about it and jokes about it, about whether or not you're on Pinterest pinning all night or you're on Instagram, just scrolling through random people's lives, double tapping, giving them a heart, making a comment. Look, I can tell you how many comments I get on my posts from people taking time out of their, what is supposedly a very busy day that they don't have time to exercise in or eat right, to comment meanly on a post of mine and tell me I shouldn't wear the bathing suit I'm in or I shouldn't, you know... I don't know, post about whatever it is I'm posting about, whatever they want to complain about that day. And my thought is when I see that, like you actually had to take time in your day to write to somebody that you don't know, you don't know me personally, and leave a rude comment. Like what else could you have done with that time? And how many other people are in a day are you doing that to? So yeah, does it take 60 seconds? Okay, so maybe you're thinking 60 says it, 60 I can't talk. 60 seconds isn't a big deal. It's not a time suck. 
Well, it is if you're doing it multiple times throughout the day. How many times a day do you find yourself on Instagram? Or how many times a day you know, do you find yourself on, what's the new one? It's TikTok and everybody's on TikTok. And don't get me wrong, I love it. I like to watch it. I love to see everybody, the professional dancers dancing. But people will ask me all the time why I'm not on it. And I'm like, well, I don't see, for me personally, like just no, I'm not, like for, for a lot of people, it's very beneficial to them. But for me personally, TikTok, TikTok wouldn't bring anything to me. At least not right now. I haven't figured it out yet. Maybe one day I will. But, um, you know, my son even asks me, like, Mom, do TikTok. And I'm like, honey, Mommy doesn't have time to do TikTok. And he's like, but you dance. And I'm like, yeah, but you got to learn the dance. Then you got to film the dance. And it's just not going to take fast. It's not going to go fast to learn the dance. And then I got to film the dance. And I'm a perfectionist. So I'm going to have to film the dance, like, Lord only knows how many times before I even feel good about putting it up. And what if I get to the point where I don't feel good about putting it up? I got too many other things to do in the day to worry about for myself personally if I'm going to film a TikTok dance or whatever else it might be. Now, for a lot of people, TikTok brings them joy and joy in your life is important. So then you should do the thing that brings you joy. So I just want to make sure that people know I'm not like mocking it, but that you also understand that like if it's not bringing you closer to a goal, and if it's actually keeping you away from a goal, then it's a time suck. And you have to identify all of those throughout the day. I used to be really bad about, um, gosh, like checking my phone before I was even out of bed. Like alarm would go off, I'd roll over, turn the alarm off, and I'd open my email. And then after I checked my email, which, you know, it's 6.37 o'clock in the morning, like take a minute. Um, I don't need to check my email just yet. And then I would, then I would inevitably find myself on Instagram and I'd be scrolling Instagram. And then all of a sudden I realized like, oh man, the alarm went off 30 minutes ago. I got to get up and get moving. And then I'd be frustrated that I was behind in the day. So that to me was a time suck. Now I roll over, turn the alarm off, get up, you know, get dressed, come down to the kitchen, make my breakfast. If Dominic's awake, which he's not much these days because he's like practically a teenager. So he sleeps all the time, you know, but if he is awake, say good morning to my son, make him breakfast, feed the dog. Like I do all the things that need to be done before I get on the phone and start checking all the different things. And that's how you make sure you're getting everything done in a day. I spent the last couple of days, I'm just veering off on a story here. I spent the last couple of days listening to Kevin Hart's new book. And yes, listening to his book because I was listening to the audio because I actually wanted to hear him read it because I think he's hilarious. And it was such an interesting story, like so much stuff I did not know about him. And like as an entrepreneur and how much work he put in to his craft and how many sacrifices he made and, and things that he had to like say no to in order to say yes to pursuing his goal, his dream of being a a world famous comedian. And I just was listening to the book and thinking to myself like, yeah, wow, man, I thought I was a hustler, but like, and when by hustler, I mean like somebody who gets out there and hustles, but holy cow, this, no wonder he is who he is. This man is next level on his hustle game. In fact, I've spent the last two days being like, I got to step it up. Like, I'm not doing nearly as much as I could be doing after listening to this book. I'm like, oh, I could do more because my dream is to help as many people as possible. It's to help 
end the trend of obesity. It's to change the face of fitness and show people what's possible to teach them that healthy eating is easy and it doesn't have to be bland or boring. So if I want to make an impact on the world in the way that I want to do it, I've got to manage my time. I can't, I can't afford to waste time doing things that aren't bringing me closer to that or aren't bringing me the most pure joy that I, I could feel in my day. So um, that, that was a big one, to find the time sucks. And I also just said something in there that leads me to my next tip, which is to not be afraid to say no. Okay, this is a big one. I am a people pleaser. A lot of people that work with me will be like, "Mm, no, she's not. No, I really am. And I have a hard time saying no, especially when it comes to um, helping take care of my family or when it comes to uh, the amount of different jobs I want to take on. Like I will just say yes to everything, especially because I love my work. But at a certain point, you have to be able to say no to something. We can't do it all, all at once. So even if it's not a like permanent no, you have to be able to say not right now sometimes. And that's a hard one for people, especially if you're anything like me and you're a people pleaser and you love what you do. You don't want to say no. But at a certain point, you're going to have to say no to something. And that, again, if I'm relating it to your fitness and your nutrition goals, at a certain point, you're going to have to say no to something to achieve that goal. I get messages from people all day long like, oh my gosh, I need to lose this amount of weight and I'm, I'll do anything. And I'll message them back and I'll be like, great, you know, blah, blah, blah. Here's, what you, here's how you can get started. And then, that, and then it's like, well, I'm not willing to do that. I'm like, okay, then don't message me and say you'll do anything because you actually won't do anything to get to your goal. Like I was speaking with somebody a few days ago about their goal and, and it's a big one and you know, he said, I'm all in, I'm going to do it. And I was like, fantastic. Here's your, you know, marching orders for the next couple of days. Here's what I want you to work on for the next couple of days. And he goes off for the next couple of days. And I'm assuming he's doing, you know, what I have advised him to do. And he comes back and we talk again, like five days later. And I was like, great, how'd it go? And he was like, Mm, not well. I actually gained weight. And I was like, well, what do you mean you gained weight? Why, why do you think you gained weight? And he's like, well, you know, I kind of didn't follow the plan this weekend. And I was like, well, what do you mean by you didn't follow the plan? And he went on to say how he had had some family members over fine quarantine or not, whatever. But basically they were barbecuing and he didn't want to miss out on the fun of barbecuing. And instead of following the nutrition plan that allows totally allows for you to have a cocktail or to have a little bit of dessert. He just threw caution to the wind and was like, I'm going to eat all the barbecue food. I'm going to have all the drinks. And then he came back to me like, oops. And and I, I was like, but you have to say no. You have to say, maybe you needed to say no to that barbecue um, and manage your time differently. And maybe instead of that, you needed to be doing something else that brought you closer to your goal. And you might be thinking, well, Autumn, that doesn't sound like time management, but it all comes into play. Here's why. Because he didn't say no to the things that weren't great for him and that weren't bringing him closer to his weight loss goal. So now over time, he's got to do more work to undo the things that he just did. So what does that mean? That means over time you got to work out, you know, more. Yeah, you might have to 
uh, lean into your nutrition even harder. You might have to say no even more times. So you got to really pay attention to all the things you're saying yes to and all the things you're saying no to. There's a saying that says, for everything that you say yes to, you're saying no to something else. So just remember that. Just remember that every time you say yes to a bigger workload, you might be saying no to your kids and spending more time with them or your significant other. Or every time you say yes to going out and partying with your friends, you're kind of saying no to getting up early in the morning and getting your workout done before you have to go to work or whatever it might be. So everything you say yes to is also a no to something else and vice versa. Everything you say no to becomes a yes to something else. So you say no to going out with friends. You're saying yes to getting more rest and sleep is very important to your wellness journey. If you say no to, you know, a a project, obviously you can't always say no to projects at work, but let's say your plate's overloaded already. Maybe you say no to volunteering at your kid's school. Okay. Let me use that as an example. You say no to that. And you might feel like, oh my gosh, I'm saying no to volunteering at my kid's school. That makes me such a bad parent. But maybe that means you're saying yes to spending more time with your child at home because it allows you to get your work done sooner and you don't have to take your work home with you. And again, you guys, I'm speaking in a broad terms right now because quarantine will end eventually. So while some of you might be listening to this when this episode first launches, you know, during quarantine, you might be like, what is she talking about? School and work and all these other things. They don't exist. But um, hopefully this podcast keeps going for a very long time and new people will tune in and they will eventually listen to it when quarantine is over and they will understand what I mean. So don't be afraid to say no. Um, Another big thing when it comes to managing your time, don't let unimportant details interrupt your primary task or your main goal. Okay, what do I mean by that? Don't let unimportant details interrupt your your main focus. My dad is a stickler. Like, not a, a stickler is not even the right word. Like, a ridiculously over-the-top strict as a child about having a clean house. And when I say clean, I mean like next level spotless. Like there were no dishes ever in the sink. He washed all the dishes by hand, scrubbed them. Um, Like all the laundry had to be done and put away. And mind you, like my dad was a single father raising three kids. There wasn't a woman in the house. There was just us three kids. So uh, we cleaned a lot. <laughs> um, we had to partake in a lot of those chores. My sister and I did the laundry. We cleaned the house. And when I mean clean the house, I mean we cleaned the house. Like we scrubbed the toilets and the tubs and the sinks. And this was when I was like eight years old. So as an adult, I look at it now as like, oh my gosh. Yes, there are certain things that need to be done. I don't want to live in a nasty house. I'm not trying to be like living in a nasty, dirty house. But if it comes down to as I'm managing my time and I've I've set time aside for myself to get my workout in and you know, set time aside to cook meals for myself and Dominic. And it's down to, you know, am I doing those dishes or am I sitting down with my son for 30 minutes that he'll actually give to me these days and like talking or watching TV? You better believe the dishes are going to sit in the sink overnight and I will get to them the next day because they're not number one priority. The The dishes in the sink being dirty, they won't make or break if I'm 
successful in my career. They won't make or break whether or not I'm a good mom to my son and, you know, he won't, if he wants to go on a bike ride or something. They won't make or break if I'm a good daughter to my dad and he needs to go to physical therapy for his knee replacement or things like that. Those dishes can wait. They are not at the top of the list of priorities. So just don't let those little things interrupt you because those are distractions. Those are like busy work things. And I see people use busy work to, again, make an excuse for not going after the big goal. And sometimes it's the fear of the big goal that is stopping them. And so they are using all these like little tasks to deter them from having to actually take the action to go after what the big goal is, be it a work goal or personal goal or fitness goal. So just don't let these little tasks get in the way. It's okay if if they're put at the bottom of the list and if they get moved to the next day sometimes. So just don't be afraid to leave those little busy work tasks for later for the next day. Prioritize schedule everything. You know, I talked about scheduling everything. That was one of the first things I talked about. But also making that list of priorities. Like what is the number one thing that needs to get done? That's also, so there's there's scheduling it, like writing the things you have to do down in a day. That's part of time management. But then there's also prioritizing. And this is, in fact, my last tip before we get to our guest. That is to prioritize what is most important Write it out again if you need to. I'm not a big believer in trying to memorize in your head all the important things you need to do for the day. Write it down. Check it off as you get it done. Because if you do that, if you write it down, if you prioritize, okay, I need to do A, then B, and then C, then whatever time is left, that's your free time to do whatever else you want to do. I tell people all the time, when I have a bunch on my plate, so if I've got a day that is jam-packed with stuff, I am going to get all of that stuff done and probably 10 other tasks. When I have a day where I have like two tasks on my list, I'm going to be lucky if I get those two tasks done. I don't know what it is. It's something about it. It's like those two tasks seem like no big deal and like, oh, it's not going to take me very long to do that and that. So then I start doing all my little busy work and this work and that work. And then I realize, oh my gosh, the day's over and Dominic's home and I need to make him dinner and I still didn't get to whatever that, you know, task was, record your podcast, Autumn, or send that important email or whatever it might be. So for me, I always have to have it written down in the order of what needs to happen. And this is, you guys, this is how I've become successful in not just my business, but in my own, like all my goals is that I'm really organized. I'm organized with my time. Like I said, I write it down. I schedule it. I'm not afraid to say no to people if I just can't do it. I have learned not to be a multitasker. Um, I don't let those unimportant details interrupt me. And I really have identified the time sucks in my life and tried to eliminate them. It doesn't mean I'm perfect with all of this stuff. I tell you guys all the time, there's no such thing as perfection, only progress. You don't have to do every single one of these things immediately. But if you start to implement this stuff a little bit at a time, you will realize just how much more time opens up for you. Okay, you guys, we're going to take a short break and then I am going to bring on my guest for today. 
Okay, I don't know if you guys have heard about these, but they are seriously one of my new favorite things. They're Good Wipes. So Good Wipes makes these plant-based, biodegradable, hypoallergenic wipes. And let's be real, when you're clean, you're comfortable. And when you're comfortable, you're confident. And that feels good. And more importantly, when you feel good, you do good. Good wipes are individually wrapped, so they're convenient to take anywhere. Plus, they're made with cleansing tea tree oil, cooling peppermint, moisturizing organic aloe, and vitamin E. They also offer really big wipes, which is like a shower in a wipe when your busy life gets the best of you. You guys, it's amazing. And they also have flushable wipes, which for ladies, that's important. Honestly, I cannot get enough of these body wipes. And you won't either. And right now, if you go to goodwipes.com to check them out, you can use my code AUTUMN, A-U-T-U-M-N, to get 15% off your order. That's goodwipes.com and use code AUTUMN for 15% off your order. Since we're all staying at home, why not stay clean? I am obviously a big proponent of getting our vitamins, our minerals, our nutrients from our food, from real whole food. But let's be honest, food isn't what it used to be anymore. And it's just not as packed with the nutrients it used to be packed with, which is why I love Care Of. It's a wellness brand that makes it easy to maintain your health goals with a customized vitamin plan that helps you feel your best today and supports you long term. These are hassle-free vitamins delivered right to you, you guys. Care Of can make taking your vitamins and supporting your health goals attainable. Care Of has an easy online quiz and it helps you find the vitamins that will support your specific health goals, like improving your fitness routine or managing stress. You just answer some easy questions, basically like how much sleep do you get? How often do you work out? Do you follow any specialty diets? Are you concerned about your hair, skin, nails, or health? and a few others, and then you follow Care Of's expert recommendations, or you can adjust your pack at any time. What you receive is totally up to you. Care Of is focused on the quality, science, and research that goes into each of their products and recommendations. You can get 50% off your first Care Of order when you go to TakeCareOf.com and enter code AUTUMN50. That's A-U-T-U-M-N-5-0. You guys, 50% off your first care of order when you go to the takecareof.com website and enter code AUTUMN50. Go do it. All right, you guys, we are back with our guest for today. You might know her from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. It is Teddy Mellencamp. Not only is she a Real Housewife of Beverly Hills, she's an accountability coach, a mother to three. She has a brand new baby who's three months old. She's also a competitive equestrian and an entrepreneur. So I thought she would be an amazing person to talk to about time management because she got a lot going on. Teddy, welcome to the show. Teddy, thanks so much for joining us today. So as I was telling people, we're talking about time management and you obviously have a lot on your plate. You're a mom to three. You just had your third baby. Your baby's how old now? Three months? Two and a half months. Two and a half months. So that's, you know, a a (laughs) full-time job in and of itself to have one newborn, but you have a newborn and two other little ones. You're on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. You have your own company that you run. You're a competitive equestrian, which I didn't even know. Um, 
So that was so cool to read about and find out about. Um, so let's talk, let's just dive in. Like, let's talk about doing life as Teddy Mellencamp and keeping up with all these things that you have to do. So how, how, how's it going? First of all, being a new mom, congratulations. Thank you. I mean, I think that every day is different, you know, like, and I've started to realize like, there's no such thing as balance, <laughs> you know, like everybody's like, one of my favorite lines. Yeah. Like everybody's always like, how are you so balanced? I'm like, I'm not balanced. I'm like, some days are like a hundred percent focused. Like I have to put my primary focus on my kids. Some days are all in. Some days are, um, you know, housewives. It really just depends. But you know, the point is, is that if you're open and you're vulnerable with the people in your life and you share what you need and you take care of yourself, then it all, you know, works out. Yeah. I was literally just saying that, that I don't believe in balance. What I believe, I don't believe in balance every single day. I believe the same thing as you, which is some days are more work heavy and some days are more child heavy and some days are more myself and my personal care heavy. And that for me, the goal isn't like to be balanced every day, every hour, but to throughout the weeks and throughout the months and throughout the year and throughout life to hopefully have you know, it all balance out, but not that every single day has an exact same um, amount of time given to everything. There's only so many hours in a day. So you're not going to give eight hours to work and eight hours to the kids and eight hours to your significant other <laughs> and yourself. There's, there's not enough eight hours. <laughs> yeah, it's impossible. But I think the, you know, the best thing that we can focus on is what are we doing in that time where we are with the family, where we are working, where we are doing whatever it may be. And if you're always feeling chaotic and stressed, then something needs to switch. Right. So you, you're a health coach. You coach people on their weight loss journeys. What do you think one of the biggest things is that you work on with people when it comes to time management about getting their workouts in and getting their nutrition in? Because I know this is like, I feel like I'm a broken record with people, like just saying it over and over and over again, well, what they need to do. Well, I would say the first thing is people are always looking to get motivated. Mm -hmm. And then they always say to me, like, how do you stay motivated? I'm like, I am not motivated. I am committed. I am committed. So I repeatedly say that over and over and over. I'm a broken record, but I also schedule myself into every single day. So that's a non-negotiable for me. So like when I'm, you know, the night before Sunday, you know, when I'm really good, it's the Sunday, you know, before the week starts, I plan out my days, whatever it may be, if it's press, if it's all in calls, if it's Zooms, if it's kids, if it's doctor's appointments, whatever it may be, that's all in the calendar. And then I make sure to pick what time of day I schedule for myself. Right. Maybe a workout or food prep or whatever it may be, but then right. that way I don't have any excuses on why I can't do it. Yeah, that's, that's so perfect. I tell people that all the time that you have to schedule yourself in just like you would schedule it with a boss that you can't just, um, you can't just wing it when yes. you wing it is when you don't do it. Yeah. Or if you say, oh, I'm going to do it at the end of the night, once I take care of everybody else. No, you're not. You're absolutely not because you're not going to feel up to it. And I think also people think, you know, I want to work out. So that means that I have to give 110% every single day. No, some days I am like going on a leisurely walk with like one of the kids and that is going to be my workout for the day because it's just about my mental mindset of like moving my body and feeling good. And I think that's why people end up quitting often because they're like, I need to be hitting the gym every single day and be doing this. And it's like, then you're going to get burned out. 
Yeah. It's this all or nothing mentality of like, I have to do everything and I have to do everything 110% or it doesn't count. I have people say that to me all the time. And I'm like, you guys, 80% is better than no percent. And not that I'm encouraging 80%. Like I want you to whatever time it is that you're giving, if you're going on that leisurely walk with your child, which I've been doing a lot with my son too, like be present in that moment, enjoy that walk and appreciate that walk and then be proud of that walk. And don't think that walk wasn't enough. Wasn't good enough. Oh, yeah. now I'm going to go to bed thinking about how I wasn't able to run this or lift this or whatever it may be. Right. Because then we're not going to want to show up and do it the next day because we were so busy beating ourselves up about the day before when really that walk was really good for you mentally. It was a time for you to bond with your child and yeah. like your body probably needed it. And that's so important when it comes to time management to thinking about like, what do I need as a whole? Not just what do I need as to have ripped abs or what do I need to like feel good in the bikini, but what do I need to feel good as a person, just like as a human being, how do I feel good about myself? And I've been telling everybody like right now, I just took a week off from lifting because my body was just done. My body was screaming at me. And if you don't listen, that's when you get injured. So <laughs> all I've been doing for the last week was, is taking walks, going on bike rides and a little bit of uh, country heat dancing that I do from one of my like all dance, like it's a dance video. And I'm like, my body feels so good. It's so appreciative. Because you but, listen to it. <laughs> yeah. And, but I also, I didn't go all or nothing. I didn't say, well, because I'm not lifting weights, I guess I'm not doing anything. And but I I'm going to sit on the couch and eat junk food the whole time. Yeah, I still schedule the workouts in. So you mentioned non-negotiables and obviously scheduling your workouts or one of your non-negotiables or scheduling your time for yourself. What are a couple of your other non-negotiables throughout the day? You know, I think it could, it, they really change from day to day. Like some days, it, like when I'm super like stressed with something that's like on Wednesdays, I'm stressed because it's housewives and like, I just know Twitter is like going to come for me and it's like going to be a day. And I realize when I'm stressed, I'm not drinking water. Oh, like I, I find myself like I'm bare, I'm like, I am not even, I'm like dehydrating myself because I'm like on the go so much. So one day a, a non-negotiable will be drink this much water where right. I don't need to remind myself to drink water. So yeah. that's why like for me, journaling so important. So I wake up in the morning and I'll journal and I'll write my three non-negotiables for the day. And okay. those will consistently change. So I have three non-negotiables and then I have three goals. So the three non-negotiables are the things that three things I'm doing no matter what. And the three goals are things that like I need to do. I want to do, but like if I don't, it's okay, which may be something as simple as like, write those thank you cards. You know, like it really, it really is whatever it may be. But I think that if we just put everything in our head and we don't put pen to paper, oftentimes it creates anxiety in us versus just taking action. Yeah. I forget. Oh, I was in Marie Forleo's book. I read it. I forget what the exact statistic was, but it was like how much more likely we are to be successful if we write the goal down. And the statistic was crazy. Like it was a significant difference between just saying it and writing it on a piece of paper. Because then it's out there. It's, it's, out there. it's already out there. If it's just yeah. in your head, you know, it's, it's exactly what, you know, Instagram did for me when I used it to hold me accountable to change my life. Like once it's out there, you don't want to, you don't want to not do it because, yeah. you, you know, and then, cause then you start lying to yourself. And that was something I did when I was a fitness competitor. The day I decided I was going to compete, I got convinced to do it by a friend at a 
New Year's Eve party after a couple cocktails. <laughs> However, and, and in the, at that New Year's Eve party with the couple cocktails, I, put, I had put it on Facebook that I was going to compete. It was out there. There was no taking it back because I couldn't be the quitter. And actually, my friend that was supposed to do it with me quit halfway through. And I was like, she's like, why don't you quit? And I was like, I can't quit. People are literally watching. And this was years before like I had some big following or anything like that. But I was still like, oh no, it's out there. Like that's I, my integrity. That's yes. who I am, you know? And, and that's why like, even for my business, I'm like, I can't tell my clients they need to be doing something if I'm not doing it. So like this, to me, this can't be a diet or this can't be a, you know, I want to look good in a bathing suit type of thing. This is a lifestyle change. Yeah. And now it's a habit for me. So it's not some, I never have to make a non-negotiable, like I'm going to go work out. Cause that to me, that's, it's just part of my life right now. Right. You know? And it has been for the past five years. So it, that's not, you know, but it's okay for us to continue to metamorphose and change and your goals change. And like, just continuing to write it down and tell yourself what's important to you, it's gonna change everything. Book of the Month is a fun book subscription that offers five new and early release books to choose from each month. Their editorial team chooses the books, vetting them from hundreds each month. And that saves you time and hassle of never knowing just what to read. Members choose the book they want and they can add on up to two additional books if they would like to. Book of the Month is commitment-free. You can skip any month you want as many times as you want. It's a great way to branch out into new genres or styles. Many members say that they wouldn't have even tried something new if it weren't for the featured books on Book of the Month. And it's a great activity to do while you're staying at home. They support up-and-coming authors, especially debut writers, and highlight new and diverse backgrounds. So, Guys, get this. Your first month's book is just $9.99 with code AUTUMN, A-U-T-U-M-N, at bookofthemonth.com. That's bookofthemonth.com and use code AUTUMN to get your first book for just $9.99. What are you waiting for? Time to get some reading in after you listen to this podcast. I always tell people to think about exercise like brushing your teeth. Like you wouldn't not brush your teeth in a day. It's just a part of good hygiene. Like <laughs> exercise is just a part of taking care of your body. Like you don't want it to break down and fall apart. Like you don't want your teeth to fall out of your face. So like <laughs> move a little, just a little. Yeah. Um, okay, wait, I want to pivot for a second and talk about Real Housewives. So uh, the new season started airing. So let me ask you this question because here you, are, you, you mentioned, okay, on Wednesdays, Real Housewives and okay, Twitter's coming for you. <laughs> so- Obviously, you're on a reality show. It's a reality show that's meant to have some drama in it. How do you, how do you eventually tune that noise out so that you don't live in this world of, um, I guess, negativity, right? Of like arguing and, and then Twitter and people coming at you because, you know, they're getting a glimpse of you. They're not getting right. the whole teddy. Well, I mean, I think also like for one, I know what I signed up for. Right. And part of being authentic and being yourself is showing the good, bad, and the ugly. And if there's anybody out there that doesn't have the good, bad, and the ugly, then like, I, I don't think that person necessarily exists. Right. But a show like that is going to highlight one of your probably negative attributes and focus on it. It doesn't mean that it's not reality. It just means you're seeing one side of a situation. Right. 
So I tell myself that, but also one, sometimes I use it as like a learning tool. Like I'm like, gosh, you know what? I really didn't need to chime in on that or, you know, whatever it may be. Like, you know, one season I was like, jeepers, I kind of nag my husband a lot. Like I need to reel that in, you know, like, so sometimes it's a positive, but when it comes to Twitter, you know, like somebody tweeted at me last night, like, Hey, I came on just to tell you how much I hate you. And I was like, okay, I have two, you know, two ways to handle this. And I just wrote like, well, thanks for letting me know. You know, like, <laughs> you just have to kind of laugh at certain situation and think like hurt, you know, I think Jamie Kern said it like hurt people, hurt people, you know, right. so they do the best to try to make somebody else feel bad. And I, and I just try to kind of laugh it off and make a joke about it. But also I know my boundaries. Like if somebody says something about my kids or somebody says something that like, actually, I think it's like going to rub off into my life. I block them. Yeah. I don't need to see that. It's unnecessary. Like if you're just having an opinion about my outfit or how I look or something, I'm like, whatever, come at me. It's fine. But like, if it's something that I'm like, that actually makes me feel bad. I'm like block. And that feels really good. I tell people all the time, swipe, delete, block. It's the best thing you've ever <laughs> could have because I get the same thing. I get a lot of negative people and I, I most more often than not, I don't even respond to it because again, it's a, it's a time suck. It's a waste of time to spend energy on somebody who doesn't know you, doesn't, isn't involved in your life and their opinion means nothing about you. And I do think people get sucked into social media and waste time on there. Like if you just add up the amount of hours in a day that people spend doing this, I'm like, you could have done that on a treadmill at least. Like, yeah, like some, some way to at least add something to <laughs> Add a little value to it. But yeah, I'm the same when it comes to my son. I've only had it happen a handful of times when people have posted some things and the mama bear in me comes out. <laughs> and that's probably like the one time I'm not, I'm, I'm, appropriately not nice. I'll say that. <laughs> and, and then swipe, delete, block happens. And then I'm like, because I just, I also want people to know there's no tolerance for like hatred. There's no tolerance. Like I have zero tolerance for you. So I will like, Paul, let me, let me tell you how it's going to be so that nobody else thinks they can follow in your footsteps. Right. I, you know, and I think that goes to show a lot of times what I'm seeing is people now are following people they don't like. I don't follow anybody I don't like. Why? I, why? I don't understand. I don't want to their life. I'm not interested. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. So like I always encourage people, if something is upsetting you about seeing this person, just unfollow them. It's not your life. Yeah. You don't have to comment. Like it's like your parents say to you, if you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything. You, if you don't like what they're showing you saying something about their life isn't going to change who they are or what they Yeah. Do. And it's so, it's like, so, so crazy. I'm like, if, if I watch something and it's like rubs me the wrong way about someone, I'm like, all right, mute. I don't need to see it. It's cool. Yeah. Like, you know, whatever it may be. Yes. So here you are. You're, are you, is your season of Real Housewives completely filmed or are you guys on a pause because of everything that's going on? We're, we're completely filmed in regards to scenes together. Okay. Um, we're still filming confessionals, which are like those talking heads, the sure. interviews, but it's completely different. I mean, because we're doing the setup ourselves, like we don't have a crew here and we're like talking to a producer through a computer versus sitting here with us. Right. So a very different experience, but um, we're still doing that. And, you know, we still have the reunion. 
but we have a good amount of episodes left. So maybe we'll be having the reunion and in person or, you know, we never know. Yeah, it's it's definitely an interesting time right now with how everything's moving forward. I'm so thankful. Like anytime there's a show that still has episodes going, I'm like, yes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, right? Watched all my favorite shows a hundred thousand times because <laughs> I have being at home, I'm pretty productive. Like I actually work from home a lot anyway, so I get a lot done. And then by like six o'clock, I just am like, I can't work anymore. So I have to turn my brain off. And then that is when I'm like, okay, me time, watch a little TV. And yes, I get excited for Wednesdays. So I, <laughs> yes, here we go. Something new, something to see. Um, all right. So before we wrap it up, would you have any advice that you would give to anybody, to our listeners, I guess, right now in terms of time management and being stuck at home? Like I said, you're obviously a very busy woman and you're still getting it all done. So we hear a lot of excuses about why people can't get it done because they're stuck at home. What do you, what do you, I, you know, I think there's a, you know, you're seeing such an extreme now you're seeing the people saying like, now's the time to create and reinvent yourself and become all these things that you never were before. Or there's the people that are like, I don't want to do anything. I'm stuck at home. I'm miserable. I think that there is a happy medium when it comes to finding what works best for you and your mental health is what's most important because anybody in your life, if they see you unhappy all of the time, it's a trickle down effect, right? That should be the priority. So if right now giving 110% in your business and trying to grow it and work on it and that's fueling you and that's making you happy, go for it. If taking that time and binge watching a show and doing the things you've never gotten the opportunity to do because you work so hard normally, that's what's making you happy, do it. Like you have to do what's best for you. And I think that's what's so important for everybody to remember. And some weeks may be, you know, extremely work related. Some works may be extremely like, you're like, you know what? No, I want to, I want to chill with my kids and watch, you know, like in the afternoons, we're watching every eighties movie we possibly can. It's like, you know, like we're doing those types of things and that's okay too. So I think it's just so important to know that like, just because of the people that you're watching on social media or some of the people that you look up to, some of the things that they're saying, yes, they're doing that, but I'm sure that they're also doing some of the other as well. So it's okay to just listen to what you need. For sure. You guys, it's your life. So you live it to the fullest. You do you in your life. That's (laughs) That's the best way to live your life. Teddy, thank you so much for joining us. Tell everybody where they can find you. Uh, You can find me on Instagram at Teddy Mellencamp or my business one is at GoAllInByTeddy or AllInByTeddy.com. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Let's Do Life podcast with me, Autumn Calabrese. This show is produced by Will Sterling for Podcast One. Be sure to download new episodes every week and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at podcastone.com. And don't forget to leave a rating and review. 